0: Do you ever feel like you have hit a plateau with your growth? Maybe it is a growth with some of your health or your physical um, goals, or maybe there's some spiritual uh, growth that you're trying to do, or, or trying to understand the Word of God, or understand your calling, or maybe you've just been stagnant in the areas that you really want to grow and get better and improve, or to be better. Um, this, or maybe it has something to do with your job or your calling that God has called you to, and you know that you 're not making those steady advancements in the direction that God wants for your life. What is it that causes us to stop growing? What halts our progress what today i 'm going to be talking about defeating the six enemies of growth. Yes, there are six enemies that actually stand in the way of you becoming. All that you can in Christ Jesus. So today we're going to be looking at what are these six enemies in growth and how can we defeat them. But first, my name is Enoch Leffingwell and here at the Army of Youth we are passionate about helping young people identify their unique talents and to dedicate them to the Lord's service. If this is something that interests you, I encourage you to subscribe and follow us on social so you can get more messages just like this. So diving into these uh, six enemies of growth, and how we can defeat them. The number one enemy of growth, the first one, is revealed in John chapter 12 and verse 35. Jesus shows us that we are to walk in the light as as we have the light, lest darkness come upon us. And they that walk in darkness know not wherever they stumble. So in this principle, is God wants us to be walking. It doesn't say stand in the light. It doesn't say sit in the light. It says walk in the light. And if we are not advancing, if we're not applying to our life the things that we know is going to help us grow, and the things that we know that we should be doing, why would God give us greater light? How could we advance if we're not using that which is within our reach? There are a lot of times it paralyzes us because we feel like we need to know the entire steps and everything that's going on in the future in order to take our first steps. But a lot of times it doesn't work that way. This is a faith-based game where we have to see God shows us just the first or second step just in front of us, and you don't have to see the entire flight of stairs in order to take the first step. So walk in the light. If we would just simply, if most people would just apply what they know regarding their health, nine times out of ten, many people who are sick now would recover. And in like manner, if, if we would just live up to the light that we have, we would have far more direction, more clarity, more growth in our lives. But if we don't apply what we know, then that darkness Proportionate to the light that has been shined starts to come upon us, and then we get discouraged, we get confused, and it seems like we we shrink in that which we have. So number one is applying, not applying to our lives. This is uh, one of the first enemies of growth. A second enemy of growth is sticking to your comfort zone. What do I mean by that? Luke fourteen verse twenty seven. Jesus shows that whoever does not take up his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Jesus shows the necessity of taking up our cross. And what is the cross? The cross is that which crosses the natural affections and the will. It's that which we find uncomfortable. That Jesus requires us to step out of our comfort zone. Because here's the truth. If it doesn't challenge you, it will never change you. If you want growth, then you have to be willing to step out of our comfort zone. And the good news is, when we step out of our comfort zone, our comfort zone gets bigger. And that, my friends, is the process of growth. It is at the, at the end of our comfort zone that we begin to live. Because if we're not growing, we're dying progress equals happiness. And a lot of times we feel dissatisfied or discouraged or we're not where we wanna be. Ask ourselves, am I really challenging myself? Or am I doing the same things over and over and over? Because that complacency, that being comfortable, that pre- that is one of the biggest things that prevents us, that desire to avoid challenge and to take on ease and the things that we're most familiar with, this is one of the greatest things that prevents and hinders our growth. But if we challenge us, then it helps us to to grow. So that's number two, sticking to your comfort zone. That is an enemy of growth. Number three is that we forget our reasons. And Um, in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, there's an example. Taking up our cross, doing what's uncomfortable is difficult. But the good news is, you're not alone. And you have an, an elder brother. You have a Savior who has gone before you and He showed you how to do the difficult. How is it that Christ was able to endure the cross? How is it that he was able to step out of his comfort zone and do the thing that he found so challenging? Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2 reveals that Jesus had very strong reasons why he endured the cross. It says that Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So Christ... Even when he was going through that challenge of the cross, he saw the joy, he reminded him of that joy was seeing you and I in the kingdom for eternity. There was a strong reason for why he uh, was going to be there in the first place. Because here's the truth. Your why is why you don't quit. The reason often why we quit is because we forget why we started in the first place. A lot of divorces take place in their marriage because they forget how they met. They forget how they started. They forget what their relationship was like in the beginning. And when people can remember and go back to the time where they originally set that desire to go and to grow and to become someone who they weren't yet and what was it that inspired them originally to do that it makes a tremendous difference in all areas of your life with your calling with your relationships with your health and um there's a the phrase i want to leave with you is that reasons reap results galatians 6 7 says what you sow is what you reap So my encouragement is to reap reasons, because reasons reap results. That is a major portion of the battle. When you have very strong reasons, there's nothing, no challenge, no obstacle that's going to prevent you from growing and becoming the person that you need to be in order to live the calling that God has for you. So that is the third enemy of growth. The fourth enemy of growth. Oh, this is so powerful. A lot of times when we're studying and we're learning and we're like, this is amazing. We're applying it to our life. We're like, my life is changing. I love this. And, it, and there comes a point where it seems like we get stuck because we are learning and we're doing, we're learning and we're doing, and we're applying it to our life. But it seems like no matter how much we learn or do and change, it, it's like, we, we, we get this lid, and we're like, what is it that prevents our growth? And if you're someone, like myself, who really enjoys to grow, chances are you are, because you're watching this. We have that in common. But I found that the thing that prevents most people from growing, they get to this point of this lid that there's no breaking through, unless they switch and they do this one thing. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 tells us that, they overcame satan by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. It is your testimony, your experience, being able to share with others what God has shared with you. This is the growth is the thing that lifts the limits and opens the doors of endless possibilities for your development. When you this is a law of imparting in luke chapter 6 and verse 38 it says give and it shall be given unto you good measure pressed together cup running over shall men give into your bosom your capacity of receiving is preserved only by imparting but if you're just taking for yourself and you're just ser- serving yourself with your knowledge with your skill with your gift with your calling then What happens is that which you have starts to shrink and it becomes less and less and less and you're not able to bless those who you were called to serve. But the moment that you start using your gifts and your talents, dedicating them to Christ's service and imparting the gifts that God has given you, that is when when you start teaching others how to do the thing that you want to do. That's where mastery comes. That's where growth becomes limitless. And there's no limit to who you can become in Christ Jesus. So the fourth enemy of growth is not imparting that which God has entrusted to you. The fifth enemy of growth is um, having is found in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1. The Bible says, To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heavens. Coupled with 1 Corinthians 14.40 says that, to um, let all things be done decently and in order. So there's an order, there's a system for the different things that we go in our life. But one of the challenges to growth is that we have an outdated system. We had a system, we had a habit, we had a process that we grew, we had a process that we were following, whether we knew it consciously or unconsciously, the habits and the methods and the plan that we were following, came to, it got, what got us here may not necessarily get us there. So there comes a time where we see it often in nature. You, you see, um, animals, they start to, or insects, they start to grow to a certain point. Then they have to slough off or shed that excess structure or that system that they had. And then they grow and they, they morph into something bigger, something larger, that's able to maintain more, have greater capacity. So in other words, there are, um, what we need in order to grow to get further is we need to find who's someone who has the results that we want, who's someone that understands where we're going, and how can we look for patterns? Because leaders are masters at recognizing patterns and utilizing patterns, who can find a framework, a system, a tried and proven path that you can follow to grow in the area that you're going. Or if, if you're trying to get fit and healthy, or if you're trying to lose weight, Understand who who's lost weight. What did they do? How can I follow a system that works for them, then it's likely to work for me? I know that I lost fifty pounds, and I was twelve years old, two hundred ten pounds, borderline diabetic. I was fat, second fattest kid of an elementary school of about a thousand students, but I had to find someone who's able to lose that weight. See what have they done, and then do that and continue until I had the same results. So this um. This thing is when we have outdated systems that are no longer working for the stage of development that we're in, the stage of responsibility we're in, we need to uh, seek for a better method. We need a better way in order to uh, work in this manner. So we need to have a structure for growth that's going to support the direction that we're going. So that's the, the fifth enemy of growth is outdated systems. The Systems are great, but there comes a time where we've got to shift and we need to... We need to examine daily our habits of life, examine daily the systems that govern our behavior and to see, is this really supporting who God, the vision of who God is showing that he is calling me to be? And we need to be willing to replace these, these old, outdated habits with newer habits that are gonna support us. Like in the year 2020, I had to adopt a morning routine. It was one of the best decisions of my uh, year and it has made such a big difference. So that has allowed me to grow, have better clarity, better focus, better um, attention. If you want to understand how you can start a morning routine, then subscribe to our channel and go watch one of our videos where it's called um, the, um, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. And there it goes into a deep dive on this. But um, when you understand that there's new habits, new systems we have to do, that will help you to grow. Um, and when you're following a tried and proven path, a framework that gets predictable, consistent results, then it will help you to grow. We need to have a, a plan for growth if we're going to grow at all. So that's the fifth enemy of growth is having an outdated system. And the sixth and the final enemy of growth that we can defeat is by, is the enemy is not having the support, the fellowship of other people that are going in the same direction as you are other people who can hold you accountable have being surrounded by a community who can support you and encourage you ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 through 10 it says that Two are better than one, for they have a good reward for their labor. For if one falls, the other will lift him up. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Have you ever felt alone? Have you ever felt maybe you were surrounded by people, but inside you still felt lonely? That um, you, you believe that God is calling you to something greater. You believe that God is leading you to something different. And and you question, like, where are the people that are going in the same direction? And you find how much more difficult it is when we are trying to do these things by ourselves. I don't believe God has created us to be alone. In fact, Psalm says he puts us solitary in families. God wants to surround us with people that are going to hold us accountable. A community that cares for growth. A community that genuinely is interested in the success of others so that they thrive when you are becoming all that you can be in Christ. Here at the Army of Youth, we are passionate about helping. We are going to war against young people living an aimless life because we realize an aimless life is a living death and we want to exhaust our resources to help you to become all that you have all that you could be for Christ. So what we've done is we put together a a community of gospel soldiers who are interested in their growth spiritually, physically, uh, personally, socially, growth in all areas of life, so that we can live our calling. And they're surrounded by people that are passionate about this. And I love spending time with them. Once a week we get together and we do these online small groups that we call squads and there's multiple um, options to choose from so you can find a time that fits best with your schedule. There's a community of different leaders are leading out. It's a live discussion where you're able to interact and speak and and come and be heard and contribute, where you could be held accountable, where you could be encouraged to step out of your comfort zone, but be supported. If anything happens, you are strengthened, you are supported, you are loved, so that you are reminded when you get discouraged of why why you started. Why are you here? Why are you going in the direction you are? To give you principles that you can apply to every area of life to help you to live your calling. If this sounds of interest to you, then I encourage you to join us by going to the website thearmyofyouth.com forward slash squads and you can join us today. That's again, thearmyofyouth.com forward slash squads and sign up for you to join one of these online squads that we have to support you so that you could become all that you can. And if you like this video, I encourage you to hit subscribe and share this with other people. The six enemies of growth in review are this. Number one, one enemy is not applying to our life the things that we know. The second enemy is sticking to our comfort zone. This prevents, this. This hinders challenge, I mean growth entirely. Number three is forgetting the strong reasons of why we started. Number four is not imparting or sharing with others what God has shared with us. And number five is having outdated systems. And number six is the fellowship and community. When you apply these six principles to your life, you defeat the six enemies of growth and you start becoming all that you can for Jesus. And remember, friends, on this journey, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called.